0: Your host for LaCrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom.
1: Alright, welcome to a Tuesday. Cross Talk PM and Rick Solom. If you want to get in here, oh I should turn that on. This zip. The the the, the, the talk talking text line. Uh six oh eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Logging in. It's always interesting to see if I got any midday text. That's always kind of fun somebody hears something in the middle of the day and is so outraged they've got to text it immediately. It's always the best. I love it. So, 608-785-7914. So, whenever you feel like it, put it in your phone and just and just shoot off some text in the middle of the day when you're, you see something going on. What is this? It's kind of like it would be funny if it turned into so the on Facebook there's the uh, Lacrosse. I think it's called I can. I'm. I'm getting there. Stupid, Lacrosse. Stupid parking and and uh, here it is. Lacrosse County. Stupid drivers. Stupid parking and traffic updates. It's always. That's always kind of a riot. Uh, it's getting a little too memey, where people are just posting memes and has you know just. I mean, this isn't Lacrosse. Like post something about Lacrosse. Like I don't need to see your memes. I can get memes anywhere in the world, uh, but but it is it is kind of interesting every once in a while. Like yesterday, if you uh, were on that page or if you follow any of the other lacrosse pages, uh, West Salem residents are are to be on the lookout for a bear just wandering around. So bring in your food if you're in the West Salem area because there's a bear, and if you see a bear, contact law enforcement. Right. <laughs> There's no ne- no don't do that. There's no need to contact law enforcement unless someone is in danger. That's what they said. Don't approach the bear. Just move, remove all your food sources outside your residence or your campsite for the next two weeks. This includes bird feeders, so no feeding the birds for two weeks. Sorry, birds. Blame the bears. Uh, multiple reports of a bear setting uh, the old Highway 16 and. Nishana Campground area. They're working with the DNR. The Lacrosse County Sheriff's Office posted. They're working with the DNR to help move the bear along. But we also need your help. I think it was it? It was some years ago. There was a bear. At, was it Myrick Park? And they, they ended, up, ended up shooting it. I think right. Because they can't get only. There's only only so many uh, darts around. To uh, to use, I have no idea. I just remember this, vaguely remember this stuff, and I wasn't around when that happened. I just remember from doing the show in the past. Uh, this always comes up every time a bear, you know, then when we kill a bear, then it's a little different conversation. But yeah, so there's always there's always some interesting things, and then just like funny, funny posts on this page. Uh, people just park stupid. A lot of that is people park stupid. A lot of people complaining too about a a certain intersection. Uh, this one this one gets it in what is it 157 53 intersection where you can kind of merge to the right if you get off the lights you merge to the right and you can kind of keep going you don't need to stop but everyone stops and there's always people complaining about that uh kind of a riot in in the local areas a couple of lacrosse facebook pages where uh, I think another one is you might be from lacrosse if and then just there's updates on that page too it's always kind of fun to see uh, you get random updates on there. Uh, coming up on the show, Jared Flick from the Cross Parks and Rec Department is going to join me in about five minutes, and we're going to talk all things park and rec. Last time we had him on about a month ago, we just kind of buzzed through it, it, tons of stuff. So we got a lot of information. Um, I would say this is my wheelhouse, parks and rec. Uh, some of the stuff that we're going to talk about to uh, the Green Island tennis courts. Uh, there's now a dock at Riverside Park. You can park your boat. Jared can talk to us about how to do that. Uh, Pettibone Beach got some new sand for volleyball. I'm excited about that. The poles, no, on delay. Uh, Some tree planting was going on. Train parks coming up live pretty soon. The pools are getting water today, not because of the rain, but other sources of water. Uh, So that's just a couple of things that we'll talk about. Um, And before we get to the Brad and the news, I just... Uh, it's always funny I, I I don't pretend to know anything about the israel Palestine situation, but as I as I keep reading, if you find enough if you find enough different avenues on social media, you can kind of get two totally different perspectives on what's going on over there. And I was just I don't really I don't know why it's a thing, but uh, it seems like my congressman today, Jim Hagedorn, just posted i stand with israel and i stand with our our ally israel now and always israel is one of america's strongest allies and she has every right to defend herself from the terrorist attacks by hamas hamas uh, whatever i uh, i'm sorry i don't know but uh he made israel a woman for some reason is it is that is that to make it more sympathetic to the attacks i don't know uh, the, the amount of people being killed over there seems awful. I've seen a lot of videos of rockets, just rockets and defense rockets, and I learned that the U.S. sends Israel $10 million a day. We send $10 million a day to Israel. Uh, thanks, Obama. I believe that was in Obama right before he left office, but I believe the, the deal was $3.8 billion a year for the next decade, and maybe that got re-upped, uh, but we just send Israel $3.8 billion a year. <laughs> So it's like when we want to complain about why are we sending our money overseas or to other countries? What about what about us uh, right there? You can but but we stand with Israel, apparently, according to Jim Hagedorn, my Republican congressman in the in the, in the uh, U.S. Congress. And I never quite understand that. I'm like of all the just that's the only one where we do that. Uh, but, yeah, $10 million a day. Just think about that. When uh, Republicans in Wisconsin want to cancel the $300 a day of unemployment, they want to get rid of that because that's such a big bulk of money on our taxpayer dollar that we can't be sending people that live here $10, you know, $300 a week. They're lazy. They don't want to go back to work. Uh, it was kind of interesting in that story too just some some tidbits about uh you know it's some cheese company that was paying 16 bucks an hour couldn't fill workers and and his quote was like long hours and and you know hard days work but i can't find workers <laughs> well yeah because you just said it long hours hard work 16 bucks an hour uh make make it short hours and hard work it's less it's less money you have to pay out but um, yeah, ten million dollars a day to Israel, three hundred dollars a day to Wisconsinites. What are we fighting for? Uh, all right, so I'm gonna call Jared here. Brad's got to do the news. I uh, well, I'm, Andy's calling. Andy, you're on the air.
0: Hey, I just saw you talking about the minimum wage and sending money overseas. And do you know, like, I think was it our minimum wage is basically? I mean, due to inflation, our our, our wage, our minimum wage is just in steady following every year in terms of purchasing power. Do you think it'd be a good idea if we just had a minimum wage that rose with inflation, and then we could just stop arguing about it?
1: Yeah, it's what Minnesota does. Their their minimum wage, I think, it's like at eleven an hour. So first of all, it needs to get on the level, right? Eleven an hour is pretty low, but it's minimum wage, so whatever. Uh, it needs to get on the level with you know what what a living wage would be, and then yeah, rise with inflation. That'd be great. Seven twenty-five an hour is a joke. Uh, I think at this point, eleven hours is kind of a joke too. But yeah, I think. Oh yeah, uh, and at
0: three, you know, they have that whole consumer price index. I mean, that's what we should basically be using. You say, okay, how much does a a, you know a standard living cost in that consumer price index, and then you match it to that, and then every year you reassess.
1: Yeah, we could solve some of the five years. On top of having a minimum wage, we could have a salary cap for CEOs. That's what I keep saying. Just like the NFL Not does with uh Let's do
0: the value-added
1: tax. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, we could do it that way. But, yeah, thanks thanks for the call, Andy. I got to get to Brad in the news and call Jared up. I appreciate the call, though. Uh, we'll be back after this. I'm with All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914. If you want to text me anything about Parks and Rec, Jared Flick's on with me. He's been with the Parks and Rec Department since he graduated high school 18 years ago. Apparently. long time long time which high school did you go to jared
0: i went to uh, lacrosse central
1: I went to central all right so you're a former red raider i don't i don't remember what are we calling that what's the new logo what's it's the, the uh
0: river hawks river hawks
1: that's right uh you you upset uh, upset about that we'll start with controversial talk right off the
0: bat oh i'm always you know i lean towards what was there you know but i think they they, they landed on a, a good name so
1: yeah um all right, we'll skip over the Palestine Israel talk that I had right before this. Uh, we'll, we won't get your opinion there. Um, but uh, with with the parks and Rec department, I think uh, what was funny today is you 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 emailed me and you said the pools are being filled today. Uh, and I was like cuz it's raining, is that? But what is a guy with a big does a guy just stand out there with a hose?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, actually we have they actually filled a little bit differently, but one of the one of the pools, so Northside Community Pool, today was actually they filled they actually flooded with a fire hose. Um Whereas Erickson and Memorial is more of a, you just turn the pumps on and it fills the surge tank and then just kind of floods itself where, yeah. Sometimes they're, all of them are a little bit different.
1: Yeah. And then the uh, the splash pad will be open Memorial Day. All these, uh, how long does it take to fill a pool, I guess?
0: Uh so, Yeah, they're all a little bit different. So Erickson will take somewhere between 8 and 10 hours. Northside, Northside pool will take, sorry, will take about, I don't know, a day.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, so they'll all be filled by either by, by tomorrow maybe, right? Like it will be good to mm. go.
0: Right, right. So they won't be good to go. So you refill them first and then try to get the, uh, sediments and stuff out and then treat them with chemicals and it takes about a week or so to get them up and running.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Good to go. I meant, yeah. Full, uh, obviously, yeah. You got to throw the, the chlorine in there for all the kids mm-hmm. that pee in the pool when they when they get there um and then on top of that you you have you we have because I, I i keep hearing that we have we don't have enough first of all we don't have enough workers to go to work but we also uh i see this story a lot in the area in in other areas as well as we don't have enough lifeguards um how are we doing with lifeguards
0: correct yeah we have uh we have enough to get everything off the ground i mean for us to feel safe we need about 75 lifeguards between the three pools and right now we're at about 53 so we're at a functional level but we do need more and more specifically really at Northside pool and erickson with the two popular ones at least for the last couple years and really just lifeguards
1: all right and when you say get off the ground you mean get into the water
0: get into the water
1: absolutely <laughs> um, all right so we have about 50 lifeguards we need about 25 more what's uh what's lifeguard job paying nowadays for the city
0: so, if they're brand new, we start them at nine dollars an hour, and then they can go up to you know up to eleven, twelve dollars an hour. And we do all the training for them, and we provide them with a nice work atmosphere out there. And it's nothing better than sitting out of a pool all summer long and um, being outside.
1: Free snacks? Do they get snacks? We do provide some snacks, but you know <laughs> you should That's, bring your own lunch. But then again, you don't want your lifeguards snacking all the time because the, <laughs> I, I don't think you're supposed to eat and then go save people in the pool, right, Cramp.
0: No, you're supposed to spend some time before you know, eating and jumping in the water.
1: Yeah, 15 minutes or an hour, whatever <laughs> you, whatever it was that your parents didn't want you to go swimming. It's an really? hour after you eat. Really, Mom? Because I heard it was 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, we don't um, to cramp up, so...
1: Um, and then do you provide umbrellas for them when they're, when it's really hot out? Like over yeah, we, the do, little... we
0: do as much as we can to kind of present a nice atmosphere for them as far as the, you know, we provide a uniform. And then, you know, we do have umbrellas and stuff like that. And we make this, we make the summer fun for them. And uh, mem- when when are we thinking these
1: pools are going to be open? Memorial Day?
0: Uh, June 5th. June 5th, the fir- okay. The first Saturday after all the schools are, are shut down in the area. And... Um, you said Northside
1: Erickson and Memorial. Oh, Memorial. That was the, that's the new pool, right? That's, is that the one everyone's going to be excited about getting that one open and getting in there?
0: They will. I mean, it's only been open for 12 days so far in 2019. So we really haven't had a, a nice season to it. You'll notice that all of the uh, shade structures are up. So kind of announcing the pool is open. So, um, yeah, we're looking to have some fun over there as well. Absolutely. There's a, some more swim lanes there for people to actually do some, some actual, you know, lap swim in a pool. Yeah, and that
1: that one all renovated, I think, what was it, about three and a half, half, 3.4 million or something like that to renovate yep. that one?
0: Yep, exactly. It was a brand new vessel and then some renovations and expansion to the uh, bathhouse. Yeah, and the bathhouse is like uh, historic, right?
1: Are we still in that? Yep, it's so like a we kept bath.
0: the same footprint. We made some mod- some modifications to it and we actually moved our our tanks and filters that were actually below the surface to an attachment to the side of the building so it makes maintenance of the facility a lot easier all right so if
1: anyone wants to be a lifeguard just what go on the city website or email you yep. or what what should we do
0: Yep, they can email me or go on the city website and we've got all of our employment information there for anything that's, uh, that's available right now
1: and um toughest toughest place to be a lifeguard would it be the new the new pool memorial just because i feel like that one's going to be the most popular but i have, I really have no idea i just think it's new it's got diving boards going to be popular
0: yeah it's going to be popular we we don't really know what to expect we plan for it to be busy but erickson pool is is by far the busiest just because of its location and proximity to neighborhoods and as well um that it's just in the past has always been the most popular location
1: and is the splash pad at one of these pools, or is it its own entity somewhere else?
0: So, Erickson Park Pool actually has a splash pad, but there are independent splash pads around the city for people that may not want to come to a pool, and they're located at uh, Copeland Park, uh, Springbrook Park, and then at Polk Park. So, it's kind of strategically placed in the north, center, and the south side of the of the city.
1: And then, uh, do, are there lifeguards? I have no. Idea. I really don't know what a, is it like a six <laughs> inches of water, or what is it?
0: Yep, it's just a flat. Space that has jets and you can cool down and there's no lifeguards because there's no real standing water yeah um the water's not circulated or anything like that it just goes you know goes up and then goes down
1: and then free to go into those splash pads yep. or yep okay yep, they're
0: all free memorial day weekend is uh, the the goal have everything open you just come in touch a button as soon as you touch the button the water will oh, okay shoot out do its dance on you and then you can you know cool off and that's that's kind of the gist of it
1: and then all the pools cost a couple bucks how huh, to get in or do yep. you get a membership, or how does that
0: work? Yep, so there's are three bucks and four, three for kids, four for adults uh, to come in. Uh, you can get a punch pass if you're a city resident. That's kind of where you get your, you know, your tax incentive is you can buy the punch pass, and it's uh, one punch um, each time you come in. One punch for kids and two punches for adults, and they're a dollar, basically a punch. All right. All right, moving
1: on. That's so. Oh, you know, the last thing I want to do is that the beaches used to have lifeguards. What two, maybe three years ago, you kind of eliminated lifeguards at the beaches. Uh, is that just because we couldn't? Uh, we it's hard to find lifeguards. Is, is that was that kind of the idea there?
0: That was kind of towards the end. Yeah, that was. We were starting to pull our our lifeguards from the beaches towards the end of the season because we didn't have enough to staff the pools. So it just got into a scenario where sometimes the beaches would be guarded and sometimes they wouldn't, and it was just sending like a real inconsistent message to the community. So at that point we were just, you know, no more no more guards at the beaches. And uh, took some flack for that, but we've got some programs in place where if people go to the beach and they don't feel, you know, extremely safe or if you have kids, we actually have a like a free life jacket stand at Pettibone at the rental building and then at Black River Beach in the neighborhood center if you – if you come with a small child and want to put them in a life jacket, don't feel you know too comfortable that we've got that stuff there and it's all free of charge. And the other cool stuff too that,
1: that you know when we talk about water activities, if you do go down to Pettibone, there's uh, paddleboards, uh, kayaks. What else to get your rent down there?
0: Yeah, we've got the, we've got that. We've got the canoes and we actually have some water bikes. We have two water bikes that we brought into our rotation last year, which are which are pretty cool. You just sit on them. It's a nice leg workout. and You can kind of move around the either the river or the lagoon.
1: Oh, so does it look like a bicycle with big wheels on it what does it look it
0: like? does and it's got basically two large pontoons on each side that you kind of paddle through and your legs kind of power the paddles
1: okay how much uh all different prices for that stuff do you know they're
0: all, they're all different it's i believe five bucks for a for a kayak ten bucks for a paddle board and then i think the 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 uh the bikes are twenty dollars for an hour
1: okay all right um and then uh just one more thing that just a to get this off the the list here, uh, before we go to Scott's comment, Brad doing the news, but Train Park, uh, we talked about this last time you were on. We're getting close to the opening date, June third. Um, any anything anything update there? The the idea that Train what all abilities park?
0: Yep, the Train All Abilities Park. We are narrowing in on a, a date. We haven't gone too public yet with that because there are still some things that. Need to be uh, kind of touched up in there, but we are shooting for June 3rd um, as a grand opening for the public to come down and check it out. So uh, I think everyone's going to be really excited to see that. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. So
1: Yeah, and this has been, this. I feel like it's been years in the making, this thing. <laughs> How many years has it been that we've, we've uh, talked about this part?
0: It seems like it's been about four or five. I mean, we kind of have done this in phases as far as renovations to the shelter and then continued fundraising and and money from the city to actually build the uh uh the playground itself so and then it's taken about a year a little over a year to get everything kind of complete and, and kind of tucked up there's just kids out there holding looking
1: through the fence wanting to play on all the equipment i think
0: i'm telling you rick when you <laughs> see that place and i think everybody in the in the community when they see that it's going to be i mean you hate to say it, but it's going to make Myrick look small. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's Hooli, yeah.
1: Well, and it should, right? It's four million dollar project, so uh, I mean, when it's all said and done, it should look like four million do- dollars worth of uh,
0: <laughs> of a park. <laughs> worth of renovations, yeah, and it will. When you see it, you'll you'll notice it.
1: Um, and then when that's open, because it's a little bit different of a park, we, I mean, it's it's built in terms of helping people with autism, right? Is that Kind of the yep, and anybody
0: with a sensory sensory disability, and I mean the main key there is it's it's been built for anybody. So anybody, if you have a disability, if you don't, anybody that wants to come down and and check it out, you know, everybody will have a, a chance to play down there.
1: And it's is it going to be just like any old any other park? You can just get in, it's free, all that jazz.
0: Yep, it will be a little more secure as far as there is a perimeter fence, but um, there is a, a main gate that you'll walk through. Um, obviously, everything is free that you can come in and, and just kind of have fun there'll be bathrooms open and uh plenty of shade and yeah just a lot of fun stuff to do down there
1: i think we could move blue baby into that park too just uh, <laughs> just as another attraction
0: another attraction i mean it's just one more thing for train park
1: <laughs> uh that's jared flick he's with the lacrosse parks rec department he's going to stick with us we're going to talk about uh green island transient docks pettibone beach maybe we did pettibone beach already um and some other stuff when we come back Welcome back to La Crosse Talk, PM 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. I made the mistake of talking about uh, the Middle East before I brought Jared Flick on to talk about Parks and Rec. A great transition. Um, John is texting, but I did get some, because the, now, Jared, a lot of the texts I got here are just flooded with Middle East stuff, so I have to siphon through, but John texted, is pickleball a fad or here to stay? John texts me.
0: Well, I mean, it seems like it's it's here to stay. I mean, I keep there's a the group of regular players here is is growing. So I'd say it's a it's a regular thing. I thought you know maybe years ago that it was more of a fad, but the you know, the comments and the the calls and the questions. I mean, even today I took two phone calls. Hey, where can I go play pickleball today? <laughs> like, your oh, driveway? Okay.
1: <laughs> go play in your driveway. Um, basically, basically, yeah. Now the Green Island Ice Arena tennis courts, ice arena. The green. What are we calling that? Green Island tennis courts. Yeah,
0: the Green Island Tennis
1: Court. Okay, yeah. so the lights are up uh, operational this week or should be coming up?
0: Hopefully by the end of this week, if not next week. We just have to do some, uh, some minor repairs to uh, one of the uh, arms on one of the lights. But, yeah, they actually went up pretty good, and uh, they should be energized and operational here really soon.
1: No, there's, okay, let me see, $1.3 million for the 13 ten- outdoor tennis courts, right? All outdoor? Yep. Was that kind of a collab with Aquinas and UWL, or was that all the city?
0: It was it was a collab. There was actually four partners with the city. It was the city as the main partner. Then UWL, Aquinas, and then the, the tennis association were all equal partners. Of they each donated two hundred and fifty thousand each. Okay,
1: and then um, let's see. And then the lights were extra. You said about two hundred grand there to put the the lights on seven courts. And the lights kind of some of those lights help light up the parking lot. When there are lights on the tennis court, a can I play
0: midnight tennis now or do the courts close? They will close. We'll have them off at 10 o'clock. Um, they are LED, so there is very minimal light splash because we do have some neighbors to the uh, north and the east. So we did keep that in mind. So they are they are really nice. They're they're really efficient, and um, yeah, they will have them off at 10 o'clock each night so we don't disturb our neighbors. Man, I feel like the lights. If you're going to close at 10,
1: you only need the lights for. Like two months of the year, um, but, yep. but uh, with with that 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 ability to have all those courts, the brand new, got lights on them. Are, is there? Are we going to be holding tournaments there, or not even just? I mean, from high school even to like rec stuff.
0: Yep, yep. So we'll have um, some high school tournaments. We have the boys' conference meet there this year, which will be in a couple weeks. Um, our goal is to have either some subsectionals or sectional stuff from the high school level. Uh, this summer, we have some local tennis tournaments and then our goal is to have some usda tournaments here in the very near future
1: okay is there i I guess i don't remember i've driven over there a couple of times took some pictures but is there are there stands there
0: um so we kind of wanted to avoid gatherings with the whole COVID thing so we haven't put a ton of stands out there we do have some portable bleachers and in chairs and stuff to sit on uh that is the goal in the next phase is to add more permanent seating for people to sit uh, it's kind of you know tennis people are are used to you know whether whether they travel around to bring I guess their own chair and just sit in the grass.
1: Yeah, I just I, I just imagine everyone standing at the the chain link fence with their fingers through and just watching tennis. Um, they do. And is is the tennis scene a little bit like the volleyball scene? Like I I have a volleyball tournament like a tournament every. Weekend. If I wanted to, I could play every weekend through the year. And then, I don't know, you know what boat ride is and Walpaca. I I mean, could we get something like that? I mean, 13 tennis courts, you could get a lot of tennis. You could get a lot of people in town playing tennis.
0: Absolutely. And that was kind of the main goal of concentrating some of these courts. And the same thing as concentrating some of our ball fields is we kind of never really had that ability in the city because we were just so spread out, you know. So we never really were competitive with um, trying to bid some of these tournaments. So now that we have this, you know, we work closely with the lacrosse county convention bureau and placing bids for large tournaments and you know now that they're in the ground and the lights are up and um we've got some still some small modifications to the courts that need to be done we'll be we'll be submitting some bids here real soon to to get those large tournaments in here
1: now with the tennis and, and getting back to john's pickleball question well not really his question but in can you are we playing
0: pickleball on these courts too um, so we try to keep the pickleball off of Green Island because um, generally what you want to do is lower the net a little bit, and usually they'll use, like, ratchet straps and stuff like that to remove the or to move the let, the let net uh, lower. So mm-hmm. if you want to play pickleball right now in the city, we do have courts lined up at Bluffview Park, which is kind of where we're sending most of our folks right now. All right, so if anyone
1: wants to go play pickleball, go to Bluffview. And <laughs> no lights out there, though. you got to go before dark.
0: No, Bluffview actually does have lights. We actually had a donation from a neighbor... That help pay for
1: them. Oh, good. Okay, so I'm still waiting for volleyball lights. I'm just, just yeah,
0: it's coming. <laughs> six people,
1: six people on each team for volleyball. You get 12 people at a time. Two people playing pickleball. Uh-huh. Um, just me being spiteful. Um, all right, and, and selfish. Uh, moving on. Jared Flick here with the Lacrosse Parks and Rec Department. Uh, maybe the coolest thing, and I just maybe saving the best for last. But uh, at this time, I can pull up my. I'll just call it when I was a kid. I called it a speedboat. The the boat you could water ski behind. Um, cruising down the river. I can now park at Riverside Park and, and head downtown, get an ice cream cone at uh, – I forget what the ice cream parlor is in downtown. Like oh, you would know. The Pearl. The Pearl. There it is. It's the freaking road. Um, okay, so I can park my boat, go down to the Pearl, get
0: an ice cream, jump back in my boat, and, and head down the river again? You got it. The, the dock is in. It's a transient dock. It's uh, 330 feet long, so we can put a lot of boats down there. And uh, there's a small fee to to, to – you know, to be down there, it's it's uh, ten dollars for three hours, and it's the same uh, payment system that's used for basically any parking in the city. If you're going to park in the ramps or any of the boat landings, it's the same Park Mobile uh, okay. application. Okay.
1: So ten bucks for three hours, um, and it does it do different size boats have to pay different prices?
0: Nope, nope, no no measurements or anything like that. It's anybody that's just going to be kind of dropping off and you know, docking up and then heading into the the park or downtown.
1: Okay, and then, um, what happens after the three hours is up, and the 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 boat is essentially over the time? Are we giving them a parking ticket, or do we just untie the boat and kick <laughs> it back into the Mississippi?
0: I mean that was my idea to send it down to Stoddard and to give it to somebody else, but yeah. yeah no, we would be monitored just like any other uh you know parking location in the city where if you are taking advantage of it, you can be. You can get a ticket, so we do just ask people to kind of limit their the time that they're moving around. I mean, three hours is a I'd imagine a pretty good chunk of time to you know head around downtown and then head back on the river. So that's kind of why we use that time frame.
1: How are we? Is it just Lacrosse Police monitoring that, or do 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 we have to have other means to do that?
0: Nope it is it is the parking utility that same the same group that manages the parking location around the city. All right, Um, Jared. I'm going to get
1: Joe's calling in. I think Joe Joe's probably got Joe. You got a Joe, do you got a question for for
0: Jared in the Parks and Rec? Yeah, I got a question. Yeah, go ahead. I just think that ten dollars an hour for that transient dock parking, or for three hours, is way too much money. Okay. Jared, is there any reason why we made it ten bucks for three hours? No, I, I believe our uh, we took it under. We did some research and just kind of did some re- We just kind of looked around to what other communities were doing, and that's kind of the number that we set on. It is new, so it is something that you know if the comments do come back as well, whoa, whoa, you know I'm not going to use this because it's way too high. We can obviously look at you know make some changes or adjustments to either adding time or reducing the cost I mean, I guess you could just
1: do it a, a dollar an hour, but <laughs> um okay, what about this because when you when you park uh you know throughout the city, you have to move your car after a certain amount of hours on that app. I don't think you can just boop and and do another couple of hours. Um. Do you have to move the boat to a different part of the dock, or can you add time? I'm going to be there over three hours. I'm just going to add another 10 bucks.
0: Um. I mean, I'm sure you can add time, but, I mean, again, I mean, it's supposed to be transient. It's not supposed to be, you know, you're there to park your boat for, you know, six, seven, eight hours. I mean, we do want to let, you know, other people from the community come in and, you know, park their boats as well. If you are going to do something more permanent, you know. Maybe using a different place or a different marina would probably be the best route. But yeah, you, yeah. So I mean, I, I would try to get people in and out. I mean, that's kind of our goal. I mean, it is 330 feet, but at the same time, we know it's going to be really
1: popular. And it's it, we're good to go. You can go on that right now. What have, what have you been hearing so
0: far? Um, good things so far. We would I mean the good things are no things. <laughs> Usually, you don't hear you don't hear compliments. Usually, they're complaints. So. Uh, we haven't really heard anything as of yet, at least as direct, as far as um, cost being too high or any other real comments about it. So that's good news.
1: Yeah, and three hours seems like a good time because a, a good amount of time and a good time uh, because, uh, you know, I'm going to stop. I'm going to go get something to eat. Uh, that's I mean, three hours is probably almost too much time. Two hours is probably good, but three hours gives you a little bit of, of time to chill and, and, and just wander around if you wanted to shop or anything. But if you're going to go eat somewhere, that's going to that's gonna take about an hour and a half, two hours
0: right right so we wanted to kind of yeah and that was the whole deal with the 3 hours is just make sure that we made it available for for everybody and not you know there are people that will take advantage of it and we understand that with keeping their boat there for a while but i mean if you're out in the water on your boat you want to be on your boat you know so you're most likely you're going to head back out and hit the river now how many
1: hours will it take cuz this dock cost about it cost about a million bucks
0: is no that... no actually it was it was it was actually 325,000 i got a renovated number on that so Oh, that okay. was all. That was all in purchasing the, the equipment, the docks itself, and the installation.
1: All right. So three hundred twenty-five thousand divided by three, uh, that's a hundred and eight thousand hours. So we just need uh, we just need a uh, hundred and eight thousand boats to park before we make that. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, a couple years, we should have that paid off pretty pretty quickly. So End of the summer, Jared. We're shooting high. Uh, hey, everyone not, yeah, I'm on board with that. Everyone's getting
1: out on the water. They want to – well, actually, last summer <laughs> would have been a good time to have that, too, because I think uh, out in the water is the best way to run away from COVID. Um, well, that's cool. And, and does the dock
0: – do we bring it in in the fall then, obviously, or how does that work? We do. We do take it out of the water and store it just to minimize, you know, it's it's – get getting hit by the ice and everything else. And
1: is there a is there a date like the dock will be out on this date and it'll be back, back on this date?
0: No, not yet. I mean, really it really depends on ice in, ice out okay. um, and our contractors to install it and pull it out. So, we, we we will send out notices saying, "Hey, you know, this is you know, we've got, you know, a week left and then we're going to pull this thing out and store it for the
1: for the rest of the season." Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, just the, the, who knows what the weather will be like. Is, do we do that with the pools too or is there a set date for the pools to be open and closed?
0: Um, so usually we open up the pools, you know, usually the first Saturday or Friday after uh, the public schools and lacrosse close. The closure date usually is the middle of August, uh, just because we start to lose our lifeguards to, you know, going back home, going back to wherever they, you know, going back to college and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. being able to run three pools and start to lose them all, that's kind of where it goes. And the cost is, you know, the access to the pools and the people aren't using them as much and the cost is astronomical so
1: yeah mid-august seems way too early though i think i feel like that's the hottest time in the summer but if you don't have lifeguards you don't have lifeguards
0: that's it it's bodies you got to have people out there
1: all right number three is going to drill you here with uh with questions i think about isle of plume he's calling in number three go ahead you're on the air with Jerry flick
0: number three i was wondering uh why the lights are on down at carroll park where the new ball diamonds are at Seven o'clock at night when the sun don't set until
1: eight thirty. So essentially, they're playing softball, but the lights are on too early. Jared, is there? Do we need to um, change the so timing? They're
0: actually, set, they're actually set to a Moscow timer, and usually that's set by sunset. And right now, sunset is like seven forty-seven, so they should be on. They shouldn't be on at seven. I know today, if you were out there, the. I, I believe it's Aquinas is playing at Huska, so the lights are probably on now, if that's what you're seeing. But uh, generally, yeah, they don't turn on until sunset, and that's set by an automatic timer, and that should be 747.
1: Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I think they were playing softball out there the other day, and he said the lights were on. He he yelled at me the other day, so I needed him to come yell at you a little bit. But I didn't.
0: <laughs> No, uh, no, they're, they're, they're set by when sunset is, and there is a manual override that if the supervisor, if it's, I don't know, if it's cloudy or something and people are not seeing the ball, they'll flip the lights on, but... Generally, they're on at 740, 745, 747 uh, on an automatic set. All right. Um, all right. So is that all we need? Uh, any
1: other information on that transient dock? It's pretty self, pretty, you, you kind of know what to do. You go park on the dock, pay the pay the thing on the app, and you're good to go. Um, yeah, that's it. And, And, uh, I'm right. All right. So let's see, what else did I have? Oh, uh, Wigan park's getting a new shelter. It's going to cost about $350,000. And so you won't be able to
0: pee at Wigan park for a while or what? (laughs) Yeah. So we've kind of, uh, that is correct. Uh, talking to the neighborhood association in that area. Um, and just the general use over there. I mean, it's a very popular area with a new playground and we run our playground program out of that, that space. We've kind of really outgrown the shelter. So, the renovation will start here this fall. Probably, it's going to happen after our program ends in August. So, our goal is to have it done by the end of this fall or early next spring, to kind of uh, just kind of brighten up that space. You know, we've re- we've redone a lot of stuff over there, and now it's time for that that shelter to be renovated. All
1: right, I don't I don't exactly understand this question I'm getting at, on the text line, Jared. But let, I'll let you, Bill, text it in. Uh, how about the boat ramps? I am a citizen. I'm, I'm thinking of like a, he must be a city resident. I get a sure. discount. I am a veteran. I get it free. But do I have to register with the city to use the boat ramps?
0: Uh, you do, um, but you can do that right at the boat landing. Um, you can just enter your information, or you can do it either over the phone with us, or you can go to the uh, Black River Beach Neighborhood Center and take care of that, too. And they'll just take down all that's done by your license plate and everything now, so...
1: All right. Someone else texted in. Phil texted in. If you can afford a boat, you can afford ten dollars to park it at the at Riverside. Um, and then somebody else texted in. What were we talking about? They go, "How big of a space? Twenty six feet, forty feet, sixty feet." Are they talking about the transient dock?
0: They might be. As far as like how how spaced out are the buckles? Um, I'm not too sure about how far those are. I mean, I, I'd have to do some investigation on how far the buckles are spread out.
1: Okay, uh, we'll do. We'll get the tape measure out and go check it out. <laughs> Um, the last thing I wanted to know is, while well, I'm doing this for Brad in the newsroom, um, the eagle statue at Riverside Park has been missing. How long do we have any timetable on when we're going to get the the eagle back?
0: Yeah, well, we initially thought um, that Memorial Day weekend would be, you know, the time when all the renovations were done. But uh, the person that's kind of fixing it up right now, just like anything, you 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 get something old and you start working on it, has run into. You know some challenges and stuff like that. So uh, we hope, and we've been told that this summer, sometime it'll be it'll be back. But until he gets everything kind of all tied up, we, you know, we we really don't know right now, and we're really not pushing him to get a completion date. We just want to make sure that it's it's done and it's good and it's safe and it's ready to be up there for the next you know twenty or thirty years. Are we putting a uh,
1: new fish in there? Are We keeping the trout or whatever? I don't even know what fish is in there.
0: No, it's just we're just fixing it up. Some of the welds were starting to break, and just getting some of the other stuff cleaned up on it to make sure that it's good for the next, you know, yeah, twenty to to thirty years.
1: Yeah, it was interesting when it came down because we could get really close to it and get pictures, and some people didn't even know that it was holding a fish. I believe.
0: Right, right. It's it's up there pretty high, so yeah, when you see it and you know up close, and when you see all the welds and stuff, it. It really is kind of a little bit shocking to see it.
1: <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't put it so high, Jared. Maybe it'd be cooler, a little lower, just so people <laughs> well, can that, check well, it out.
0: Well, that'd be great, but you know, I guess people would probably be climbing on it and hanging from it. And that's Maybe. probably not a very safe thing. I mean, blue, blue
1: Baby has lasted. It's only been punched once, so I feel like the Eagle would be fine.
0: It is, and that's that's actually been surprising, you know. But it is next to the uh, city police department, so I'm sure that kind of deters some people from messing with the blue baby. Yeah, that's definitely true.
1: Uh, that's Jared Flick with the Lacrosse Parks and Rec Department. Hey, Jared, thanks a lot for let me bug you for an hour. You got it. Thanks, Rick. Later. All right, we got to take one more break. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to cross Talk PM. I told you it was quick. Uh, Joe texted in just uh, talking with Jared Flick from the Lacrosse Parks and Rec Department, and let me look and see how long. I can yap here. Uh, Two minutes. Okay. Uh, Just talking to him. Joe texted in uh, about the transient dock at Riverside Park. So now if you got a boat and you want to park downtown, you can essentially go to Riverside Park. Park your boat. Three hours. Ten bucks for three hours. Uh, But Joe said uh, a a once-a-year permit for the transient dock, $25. uh, Five-year payback is if 2,500 people paid the $25-a-year permit. Um, well, you didn't do all the math there, Joe. I'm not going to do that math. So 2,500 people times $25, whatever that is. I'm not a, I'm not a good math. I, I take a long, the long route to get, to get math done. But the, the, essentially Joe, we don't want to give permits to park at the transient dock because we want people in and out three hours. Get out of here. Park, come downtown, hang out, get out of here. Kind of like anything parking downtown, two hour limit, get out of here. Four hour limit, three hour limit. Uh, uh, they just want you in and out. They want they don't want you parked there all day, all night. I do wonder, can you park there at night? I should have asked them that. I guess I didn't. I'll will email them and ask Jared if you can park your boat there three hours for three hours in at midnight. Uh, yeah, because people want to go to the bars, right? I don't know about you know have a designated boat driver though. I suppose, but yeah, um, I didn't think of that. All right, so tomorrow, coming up tomorrow, this will be fun. Uh, and now I'm going to forget what they're called, but I'm going to have Ted Wilson from Viterbo on, an entomologist. To study, he studies bugs, so we're going to talk bugs. I got a tick question for him for sure. And this, is it cicadas? I just, I, the, the bugs that are going to come out of the ground after 17 years. They've been living in the ground for 17 years. Do you, you, have you read about this? Uh, but we're going to ask him about this phenomenon that's uh, going to happen more east of us, but, but still pretty interesting. Uh, We'll have that conversation tomorrow. Thanks, everyone.